0: Hi Rebecca, Uh, thanks for coming and and talking to me. Over the years, um, I have followed what you have been doing and and I have some ideas what you do, but I would really like that you introduce yourself because there's so much richness and complexity that I'm sure I'll make (laughs) mistakes.
1: I'm Rebecca Lewington. Uh, my My job technically is... Um, senior marketing manager for analytics and advanced architectures in the Pan-HPE marketing group. But that's a bit of a mouthful. We tend to reduce that to innovation marketing. So my job is translating all the amazing stuff that goes on in R&D, at labs, and in the office of CTO, into stuff that, into language, into visuals that everyone can understand and appreciate.
0: So you are not our typical, our grandparents' marketing person. Um, You have been really exceptional, what I've observed, in distilling some of the essential concepts, getting them from researchers on one side and talking to management on the other side and talking to the whole audience. So you are completely split (laughs) personality. How how can you accomplish talking to three different crowds?
1: Well, it helps that I'm an engineer by training. Um, I have a master's degree in electrical engineering and mechanical engineering from the University of London. And for the first 15 years of my professional career, I was a mechanical engineer. Um, designing turbo pumps, and then working in the semiconductor business designing machines to do photomask, etch, photography. Um, I moved over to be in the communications department at my previous company about 12 years ago. And having both sides of that, I think, is really helpful for me, because I at least have the basic language to understand what researchers are talking about, um, even when they are going into concepts that are way beyond me. At least I, I can get the gist of what's going on and then start to translate it into normal people terms.
0: So what really amazed me is that I can understand that you can innovate in marketing, but I consider some of the things like this picture, architectural memory driven computing, uh, almost innovation in our own field because you explained to us and enable us more clearly to communicate to customers and others. So um, can you say a little bit more yeah, how I like it to think, came to I
1: like to think it's a kind of symbiotic relationship. Um, I was hired, I was brought onto the team, to do, to be, if you will, the slideware architect for memory-driven computing, mm-hmm. to help uh, the CTO uh, translate what was going on, the innovation that was going on, into language that everyone can appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever I do that and I come up with a visual that people like and they understand, or a series of words, then it's only natural to give that back mm-hmm. so the researchers can use it with, when they talk to people who are not
0: in their field. And all of us get better, I think, that way. So, obviously, marketing has dramatically changed, or at least the top level of the marketing. Can you tell us a little bit about what kind of techniques do you use other than what you're just describing, carefully talking to researchers and filtering them out?
1: Well, marketing as a whole hasn't changed that much. It's about, it's definitely moved from more producing. Uh, static artifacts to this always on mindset that if a customer wants to find something out he doesn't call his salesman he doesn't he doesn't ask for a brochure to be mailed in he wants everything to be always on all the time and that means a very rich website it means lots of lots of technical content available through YouTube and other channels um, i'm a little bit of an unusual person in the marketing department in that i don't do i don't do the many of the normal marketing activities I'm lucky enough to be able to focus on um, focus on these, these, these technical messages.
0: Is that what drives you
1: to work every day other than your electrical? Power? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Th- I have, um, I, it's, uh, it's maybe a little um, old-fashioned, but I, have a, I actually have a bit of a sense of mission here at Hewlett Packard Enterprise. I think when I came on, um, we were just starting to talk about the machine the research project that gave us memory-driven computing. And there was this palpable excitement that something really new was going on, that this was the project of our lives. And, and to be able to stay with that, and, and hopefully we're doing pretty well, things are moving along, but hopefully to see it through to where it is the way computing's done sometime in the future is, is the most exciting thing for me.
0: Given that you are exposed also to customers in some way, or at least you think about them when you're delivering messages, From your perspective, what do you think the whole world uh, needs most in terms of technological advances?
1: Well, when it comes to the world level, it's fairly predictable. We we, We need to provide technologies and tools. So once the will is there to address the problems of the world, the technology is there to do it. So if we're producing computing systems that use much less energy, computer systems that are much better able to predict things like the weather or disease, all of those things, then we're at least providing the tools to do societal good. Now we also hope that we also hope to be part of the conversation where we actually move our society towards a direction of sustainability and equity for all. Um, but there's only so much we can do as a technology company.
0: So, so I know, or actually I don't even know how innovation comes in technology, it just happens. How does it come in marketing? For example, um, your colleague thought of putting the whole computer um, in a spaceship, uh, off-the-shelf computer, supercomputer, for that matter. That, that was pretty innovative, I thought. So, when you come up with new idea, how does it come about? Well, to be
1: fair, that one wasn't act, that idea did, didn't come from marketing. Uh, marketing and innovation mar- innovation in marketing um, tends to be things like. New ways to reach the customer, new ways to reach all our, all our various audiences that marketing tries to reach, and also new ways to measure what we've done to figure out what's go, what's working. That feedback loop. Um, occasionally, a technological innovation comes out of marketing that, that could then get used more widely. But but more normally, the innovation marketing is about the process of marketing and less about mm. uh, less about anything to do with product.
0: It's certainly got a lot of visibility. Uh, so, when you think about innovation, where do you think it happens today? Where it's coming from? Is it corporations, startups, universities, etc.?
1: Sometimes we se- sometimes it's worth thinking about invention and innovation as separate things because people 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 talk about an innovation um, process, which is nonsense. People have ideas anywhere in the bath, in the shower, on the train, at work. And they also don't just come from researchers. Uh, people up and down the technical organizations, HP, have had great ideas over the years. The, 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 the trick, the innovation culture, is about finding a way for those voices to be heard. So that someone who isn't a, isn't a name, isn't a star, isn't a, a known inventor, um, that just doesn't go, that what they, this brilliant thing they came up with doesn't just disappear. And that's, I think, what we're trying we try to try and nurture.
0: When you say to be heard, um, are you talking about patents or just communicating up the management chain so the decision is made? Or what, what, what Can you define
1: being um, heard? M- being heard as in up, up the management chain. Mm-hmm. The, we create patents not as an end in themselves, but when it's a good idea, to protect the technology in that way, I think. If, if someone's just doing, a, just, if their career is patent hunting, I think they're, they're kind of, it may work for them, but it's not really what the company needs. The company needs to be able to produce better and better goods and services that differentiate in the marketplace and do good things for the planet. And so that thing about not an idea being heard is so that the people who are in a position to decide what gets developed, what gets worked upon, includes those brilliant ideas.
0: Do you think that the notion of patents has changed over the years? Is it still that important as it used to be? We still hear these uh, suits. I don't
1: know. It's been, it's been about 12, been about 10 years since I was granted a patent, so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit behind. My impression is that it, they're very, very important if it's a technology that's, that's novel but easily replicated. So that you, if unless you've got that patent protection, someone else can just go and mm-hmm. reverse engineer it. If maybe if it's something that's very difficult to reverse engineer, then you don't patent it. You keep it quiet so that it's a thing that no one even, no one even, have, even has a hint there's something to reverse engineer. But I, yeah, we still, the company is a company, we still generate a lot of patents and we've, we've realized values from them in different ways. Right? Sometimes we license them, sometimes we sell them. So I think, there's, I think they're still hugely important, but they're not the be-all and end-all of innovation.
0: Have you kept an eye on um, universities, government, institutions? Uh, We work in industry, but um, how do we relate to these other um, sources of innovations and inventions? Uh, I have the problem that a lot of
1: people have, is that I just don't have enough time. And so I don't get to spend nearly as much time keeping up and catching up with what other people are doing as I'd really like. Mm -hmm. Um, so actually I'm, I'm pretty well behind and I rely on people like you, Dan, who do have the university connections to raise something to me when something cool happens we should be aware of.
0: So for my management, they shouldn't deduce from this, they have a lot of time. Um, w- what about the professional organizations, do you see value in them, there, there's a number of those?
1: Um, this is probably a bad question for me because I'm not a member of any professionalisation, so I actually turned down the, the, the chance to join the Char- Society of Chartered Engineers in Britain when I was leaving college because I was too lazy to fill out the paperwork and the, uh, and the logbooks. Um, I, because of the way my career went you know, quite a specialised field and then into marketing, I don't, I don't really feel, I, I personally um, felt the lack, on the other hand, Some of my favorite publications are things like IEEE Spectrum, where they do a terrific job of taking something that's very, very technical and bring it back to a kind of language that uh, scientists and and interest people in any field can understand. So I'd certainly value that angle of it.
0: Rebecca, you covered the whole spectrum, uh, no pun intended, of of technology and and, uh, humanity and and much more. Um, I think I exhausted all my questions at this moment, but do you have anything else that you would like to communicate to the world? Any lesson learned for the especially for the young professionals it 's clear that to me that if
1: you have an idea don 't let people tell you it 's a bad idea don 't let them tell you it, they can 't be done or it 's already been done or it 's a stupid idea and we 've got better things to do if you 've got something you think is great, keep pushing at it and Make your voice heard by any means necessary, up and down your train and outside the company with I mean, assuming you're not doing anything you shouldn't in terms of IP. And another nice one that Ray Beausoleil always says is ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Stay with it, get at it, and stay on
0: it. Never give up. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I highly appreciate your time. I know how busy you are. Uh, You already mentioned that a few times. So the whole world thanks you for this. My
1: pleasure, thanks.